Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I am so, so, so excited to be here with you today. Last week on the podcast, I did not air a new episode because I knew that you guys were going to be busy hanging out with your friends and family. So I decided to skip last week and then just do another episode this week. I hope that you guys had an amazing weekend last week. I know that I did because not only did I have the 4th of July off, I also had the 5th of July off as well. Yep, I had Thursday and Friday. So yeah, I had a long holiday weekend and I am so glad that I had those days off. This year for the 4th of July, the girls and I had a 4th of July family party. Well, the whole family did not attend or participate our little party. So pretty much the party consisted of me, Kennedy, Megan, and Dawson. But it was so much fun. All we did was watch movies all day and ate pizza. Now, Kennedy and I, we have a little tradition where each year we watch either one or both of the Independence Day movies. Like, we just love the end of the world movies. And I think I like it so much because aliens are not going to come down to Earth. I don't think so. Now, if I'm wrong, you guys can tell me about this, but I personally don't believe that Earth is going to be invaded by aliens. So when I watch things like Independence Day or other alien movies, it doesn't scare me, it doesn't bother me because... It's not happening. Now, I do, I do like watching tornado movies, which is odd because I live in Alabama and we have tornadoes here. But for some reason, I like watching tornado movies. I tried to get the kids to watch Twister. They didn't want to watch it. So we just stuck to Independence Day. So we watched that movie. I loved it. We watched the first one. I think next year we'll probably watch the second one. But this year we watched the first one. So after we watched Independence Day, we watched... Um, what was it oh yeah transformers last night and it's not like last night like the nighttime is like last k-n-i-t-h-t i thought it was okay i just don't like movies where it's like constant action i mean i do like constant action but then i don't where there's like tons of fighting and all this other stuff it's too much like too much stimulation i can't relax it stresses me out so yeah that was action-packed the kids liked it but I didn't like it that much. Then I watched the Spider-Man movie. Um, it was the cartoon one. Um, I think it was from the U. I think it's Spider-Man U-verse or something like that. I'm not really sure what I watched, but it was a cartoon version of Spider-Man. It was in the movie theaters. I think it was from the U-verse or something. So if you want to watch it, go look it up. And I won't tell you too much because I don't want to spoil it for you if you do want to watch it. But I'm just going to say one thing. It was too much going on, like too many Spider-Mans, too many dimensions, too many universes. I'm like, can we just stick with one universe and one Spider-Man? Because I honestly can't deal with all these different universes and tons and tons of Spider-Man. However, with that being said, I did appreciate the fact that the Spider-Mans were like different ethnicities, shapes, sizes. I like that they made them inclusive, but they were just too many for me. So yeah. I wasn't a fan, but the kids liked it. So, you know, they liked it. That makes it worth it for me. And plus, I think, to be honest, I was the only person who didn't like the movie. So, yeah, last week was awesome. Now, as you guys can tell, I love my days off. And when I'm off from work, I typically don't do anything work-related. Okay, wait. I still work on the podcast. You will not believe how much time and effort and planning goes into a podcast. It does. I still work on that even on days off. And I write songs, create tracks, and work on all my other musical endeavors. But 
That's different because I'm passionate about everything that I just mentioned. I'm passionate about the podcast, music, um, creating tracks, songwriting, all of those singing, all those things I love to do and I'm passionate about and I enjoy and I would not have it any other way. If I had my way, I would only do things that I'm passionate about and enjoy and I would not punish myself by doing things that I did not enjoy doing. But as you know, when you are an adult with a husband and kids and other responsibilities, sometimes you have to do things like work that does not, I mean, things like work that you have to do. I mean, I have to go to work to help take care of everything. But that does not mean that you have to abandon your passions and your dreams and your desires and things that you want to do. Yes, you have to be smart and take care of your responsibilities, but you don't have to stop doing things that you like to do. I am one of those people who truly believe that you should do what you love to do so that you can be happy. So there, if there is something that you like to do, guys, I'm talking to you. I want to encourage you all to do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. For example, I have three daughters and I always encourage them to do what makes them happy. Now, two out of the three told me they want to be YouTubers when they get older. And I know most parents would tell them to think about getting a real job first. But I don't tell them that because I was told that when I told my mom I wanted to be a singer and I wanted to write songs. And she's like, can I get a real job? So I do not tell my kids to get a real job. I just tell them, you know, if you want to be a YouTuber, you need to work at it. Start putting out content. Start working on your channel now so that when you get older, you can perfect it. It can get better. And you can make being a YouTuber a career. But right now, they're not listening to me because they don't want to do the work involved. So for them, I guess they just have to wait and realize that they, as long as they do the work, they can succeed at whatever they want to do, which for them includes writing scripts, coming up with ideas for their channels, getting used to the equipment that's used to record, video and audio, etc. I mean, I tell them exactly what they need to do and how to make it happen. I've even bought them some equipment to help them with their YouTube endeavors. But yeah, no, in answer to your question, they haven't made a YouTube video yet. When they do, believe me, I'll be the first one telling you about it. Because I'll be so excited they finally use all the tools that I've given them. Now, I and my other daughter, Megan, she wants to be a lawyer. But I can see that because she's starting to read up on it, study. She's trying to do that right now. So that's how that works out. But I guess the whole thing is, if they wanted to be a YouTuber, they have what they need. Whatever it is that they want to do, I'm willing to invest and help them. Now, Candy does claim that she's going to make a YouTube video this year, so we're going to see how that works out. And when she does, if she does, I will let you know so you guys can watch it along with me. Mostly just become just excited she finally did something that she said she was going to do. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm a huge fan of people working on what they love doing. I went through all of this just to say, that just because you're an adult and just because you have responsibilities, that is not an excuse to not to work on projects and hobbies that make you happy. Now, I don't think that's proper grammar, but I'm just going to say it again. Just because you have responsibilities does not mean that you have an excuse not to do things that you love to do. Now, you may have to be creative and schedule some quote-unquote me time to do this, but in order for you to be happy and to be the person that you want to be. Be the person that will encourage other people to grow and just be creative and do whatever it is you want to do. You have to make that happen. 
Now, I don't know why so many of us put the happiness of other people before ourselves. Now, I'm not saying this to be a jerk about things, but what I am saying is that it's important to make time to do things that you like to do. Believe me, I know it's hard to find time to work on things that you like to do, but it's possible. For example, I love to write songs, so I set aside time every day to either write a song or create a track for a song that I wrote. Now, if I can make some time to work on things that make me happy, then I know you can definitely make some time for yourself and do that thing that you like to do. Now, I'm curious to find out about some of the hobbies and activities that you guys like to do. So, if you feel like sharing what your hobby is or what you like to do, just head over to the Music and Vibes Facebook page, leave me a message, and tell me some of the hobbies and activities that you like to do. The handle to that page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Once again, the handle to that page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. I would love to hear from you. So head on over there and tell me some of your hobbies and things that you like to do. Now, today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about the different stages of a love in a relationship as my way of celebrating love. Now, I know it's not Valentine's Day, but guys, last week we celebrated the 4th of July, and I just figured if they can have Christmas in July or, you know, that saying, if people feel like they can have Christmas in July, why can't we have Valentine's Day or love in July? So I'm just going to say that I'm just going to make July the unofficial month of love. And we're going to celebrate love because I love to think about love. And I think it should be celebrated. Now, of course, I would say that because I love love. The other day, I was just reading this amazing article about the five stages of a relationship. And as I read the article, I could actually see in my mind's eye how these stages play out in my marriage. And once we begin to talk about these different stages in a relationship, you will probably see your relationship in all of these stages as well. So here we go. The article was actually a blog and it was called The Five Stages of Intimacy in a Relationship. And it was written by Zoe Hicks. Now, just in case you wanted to read the article for yourself, I would say, um, just, I guess you could just go and Google it. Um, Five Stages of Intimacy by Zoe Hicks. No, I'm not endorsing her. I don't know her. I just like the article so much that I wanted to share it with you. But so if you want to go read it on your own, feel free to do so. Now, the article starts off by talking about infatuation. Now, according to the author, infatuation usually happens at the beginning of a relationship. When you first meet the love of your life, it is that feeling that makes you feel obsessive when you obsessively think about the person, try to find ways to please that person, and even overlook flaws and red flags. It's that feeling that makes you feel like only this person matters and that all happiness exists with them or for them. During this stage in a relationship, I have to admit, we all do some rather ridiculous things for the sake of love. I remember when I first fell in love with my husband, or in this word, infatuated with him, I began to listen to ESPN radio 24-7 so that I could be up to date on all the things that were sports related. Okay, my husband's a sports fanatic. Like, he likes all sports. He likes baseball, football, basketball, and golf, and 
any other sport there is. Now, on the other hand, I did like sports. I liked football. I even had a football team, Carolina Panthers. Yay! I loved basketball. I'm a Lakers fan. So, I did like sports. I just didn't like um, all the sports he liked. And I was not a fan of the Steelers, but he was. So, I would just listen to ESPN Radio. I would listen to things that were going on with the Pan with not the Panthers. Panthers I did, but I was paying more attention to the Steelers. So that whenever we had our conversations or he would call me throughout the day, we had something to talk about and it was fun, it was exciting. I mean, I took my love for sports to a whole new level. I mean I would listen to it at work, in the car. I watched sports news and sports shows at home. I even stopped listening to music, which for me is crazy because I love music so much. I know you're probably like, What? Stop listening to music because you guys know I love music. So I even stopped listening to music because I loved it so much. But it was fun thing to do. It was a little crazy, but at the time it was worthwhile. So I could have talked to my husband about sports. He wasn't my husband then, but the man that I met, I was infatuated with, boyfriend, it was worth it so that I could talk to him about sports. Now, I don't know what you did or what you are doing for the man or woman that you love, but believe me, we all can relate to the infatuation phase. It was also during this phase in our relationship that my husband did no wrong. I mean, he was absolutely perfect, and he felt the same way about me. As you can imagine, once our infatuation with each other began to wear off, which I think happened for us once we got married, I cannot attest to when the um, infatuation war for my husband but for me I think it was after we got married then we moved on into the landing stage or I did and I think that is also the time in my marriage when my husband and I both moved on to the landing stage together I don't know because he doesn't like to talk about all this kind of stuff so that is why I'm thankful for you guys who I could talk to and we can relate to these things so yeah we moved on to the landing stage now the landing stage is when you honestly begin to see your husband wife or significant other for the people that they both are whether it's good or whether it's bad during this stage you become aware of some of their annoying habits and it's funny because i remember it's like some of the things i used to think that chris did that were so cute once we got married i was like oh i wish he stopped that is quite annoying but i'm sure he felt the same way about me so the feeling was mutual but i think it has a lot to do with after you get off your infatuation and life hits you and you're just like oh okay so this is how it really is this is what they're really like once you start to know the person for real and they start to feel comfortable with you because all of us when we start dating we have a facade we don't show our real person we don't show who we really are we show the nice side you know who we think they want us to be but once you get married you can't fake that stuff forever so eventually your true personality is going to come out and once we start to see that that is when we go to the landing stage where you see each other for who you really are some things are going to be annoying um like i said things that i thought were cute begin to be ignored annoying and i'm sure that happened for him too for example, let's say that your wife had this weird way of playing with her hair, which you used to find adorable. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it became annoying to you. Or maybe your husband had this cute way of saying a word. Then one day, he said the word, and it became less cute and more annoying. Now, none of us wants to admit that we felt this way. But if you have been in love, or if you are in love, or 
if you ever plan to be in love, you're going to feel this way. So let me assure you that it is not, not wrong to feel this way. It just means that you are now able to see your husband or wife who they really are. Like I said, whether it's good or bad. Now that the blinders are off, you can see who your spouse really is. Now sometimes it can be good and sometimes it can be bad, but it happens to everyone and it's a part of life. After this stage comes the burying stage. Now according to the article, the burying stage, and when I say burying, I mean like B-U-R-Y, burying stage, it occurs once real life begins to hit and invade the relationship. Now you know we have things, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, we have real life, have responsibilities, we have kids, we have school, we have household chores, we have tons of stuff going on, even our kids' activities. All of these things can begin to invade our relationship and kind of take it over to the point where you aren't spending as much alone time together as you did in the beginning. This does not mean that you don't love each other. It just means that life happens and that we need to take some time out of our busy schedule to unbury ourselves by spending time and making time for each other. Just like I told you earlier about making time for yourself to do things that you love to do, it's important, it's priority. We need to make it a priority. It's imperative that we take time out to spend with our husband, wife, or significant other. And once we start doing that, it will help us to unbury ourselves in the busyness and the hustle and bustle of life and to begin to spend time together and begin to enjoy each other. Now, it's huge because once you do this and begin to spend more time with each other, then you can go on to the next stage, which is resurfacing. Resurfacing occurs when you begin to, of course, rediscover your partner, spend time with them, make time for them. Because once you do that, then you'll begin to see all of those little things that you loved about them to begin with. You'll begin to discover them again. So maybe a little quirk that he used to have that once was annoying, but then you start hanging out with your husband more. You're just like, oh, that is so cute. But one day you look at your wife, guys, and you're just like, oh, she is so pretty. It's things like that. And it only happens when you begin to spend time with your husband, your wife, or your significant other. The great thing about this is that this stage, the time of rediscovering and resurfacing, is exciting and fulfilling. Just as much as the infatuation part of the relationship. Only it's better because you are not infatuated. You know who they are because you went through the other stage that I talked to you about, which was the landing stage, where you actually figured out, oh, this is who I married. This is what I got. So once you know about that, and then you rediscover the things that you loved about them again, this is why this is a great time because you're not infatuated. You know their flaws, you know their quirks, you know things that annoy you, things that make you frustrated, but you love them anyway. And you start to find little things to be cute again and you just rediscover and fall in love all over again with the person that you married. Now, this is amazing and I think that's a great stage to be in. But the great thing about it is that there's another stage that you go into. And this is called the love stage. Now, this love stage is amazing. It is the stage when one can feel completely loved and comfortable with each other. There is no more trying to impress each other at this stage or be someone who we are not. This stage of the relationship, the love stage, is where people who have been married for 30 and 40 years end up. It's a place of happiness and complete satisfaction with each other. Now, in the article, it only took me three minutes to get to the love stage of a relationship. Okay, when I say that, I mean because I read 
starting from the beginning of the article to the end, it was like a three minute read. But in real life, we know it's not just three minutes. So it's a lifetime, it's a journey, it's a process that we get to and that we go through to get to the love stage. No couple or marriage arrives at this stage without tears, sweat, and a lot of hard work. But for the couples who put the work in, it is truly worth it when they get to this stage. I always say that we're in love with the idea and the concept of love. But I think instead of fantasizing about love, we need to make sure that we are putting in the work. We're putting in the time and the effort to cultivate and make room for love to mature and grow. Being infatuated is the easy part of the relationship, but making the commitment to stay together or stay with someone for the rest of your life, through the good times and the bad times, that takes a lot of hard work and dedication. I, for one, want to be one of those couples who are married for 30 and 40 years. So if you are like me and have the same desire to be in your marriage for the long haul, then let's together make a commitment with each other today that we're not just gonna daydream about love, but we are going to put the work in to ensure that we get to the love stage in our relationships and in our marriage. And I ask, I say that because, guys, we have to hold each other accountable. It's easy just to say something. It's almost like being on a diet. It's easy to say, oh, I'm dieting. But if you don't have people to keep you accountable, it's easy not to do it. So even though I recognize the importance of making time and working hard in our mar- in my marriage to get to the love stage. And I'm sure you realize that too. We need to hold each other accountable to make sure that we do this. So that's why I always say, guys, make that commitment with me because then I'm not doing it alone. We're doing it together. And I think that's the fun thing about the podcast. We can hear these different things and we can work on our marriages together. And we know there's a community of people out there who care just as much about their marriage as I do and as you do about yours. So the song that you're going to listen to today is called Hope You're Having a Good Day. And this song is an awesome example of a couple who put in the work, made it to the love stage in their relationship. Okay, so here's the song, Hope You're Having a Good Day. It was late in the evening, he stood there, acting like he didn't care. A long day, a hard day, full of failures and despair. He didn't want to go home that night because he had just been let go by his boss. He cleared out his desk so he could leave, found a letter from his wife he forgot to read. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you, no matter what, we're gonna make it through. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you, no matter what, we're gonna make it through. The drive home took forever. He wasn't sure what she'd say. He didn't know how to tell her that he lost his job that day. He didn't want to go home that night because he had just been let go by his boss. She held him while the tears fell down. She wiped his eyes and began to say, Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you, no matter what, we're gonna. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsors, Anique Music and the Music and Vibe Store for their continued support of the program. Anique Music is a publishing company that represents all the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Anique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our new sponsor, the Music and Vibe Store. All right, they're not so new anymore. They've been our new sponsor for the past three weeks, but I still like to call them that because they are still relatively new to the Music and Vibes podcast. But anyway, Music and Vibe Store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have flair and that will make you the envy of all your friends. The Music and Vibe Store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out more details about the grand opening. Now, I just want to take the time to say thank you guys for making today's episode of Music and Vibes such a success. I truly love and appreciate all of you, and don't forget how much you really mean to me. I also want to remind you to share this episode of the podcast with your friends and your families. And I want to remind you to go to Apple Music, which is known or formerly known as iTunes, and just go ahead, leave me a review. I really like to hear from you and I would really love to hear what you're thinking and how you like the podcast. So go ahead, leave a review and subscribe to the show. Now, after you do that, I want you to head over to our website, musicandvibes.com, and just go check out the new website. And then feel free to sign up for our newsletter so you can know what's going on. This is one of the many ways you can keep up to date with all the things going on with Music and Vibes. You can also connect with me on Instagram. My handle there is Music and Vibes, and I answer all my DMs or comments. So if you leave me a message, I promise you, I will respond. And finally, you can contact me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page. Thank you guys so much for spending time with me today, and I can't wait to see you guys next week. So until then, bye-bye for now, and I'll see you later.